Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Overbotch. It has been a couple weeks without games, but the, the gods have rained upon us the, the beauty of competition this coming weekend. Or will it be the driest doldrums of stagnant competition that we've uh, unfortunately seen all season? Because that is one of the main topics of today is talking about a look ahead to the summer showdown. Uh, and, and all the nitty-gritty action that comes with it and specifying who who's going to do well. Is this, are the same people going to be sitting on top, king of the castle, king of the castle? Or are we going to see some new, maybe uh, French uh, heroes rise, some Western Canadian heroes rise, some Bostonian battlers rise? Pro pro probably not. But in without further ado, uh, we are once again joined, of course, by our fellow hosts, Richard and Plex. How are you this fine afternoon, evening, whenever the hell we're recording this? Uh, excited, but nervous for the weekend's games. And we'll get yes. into that later on, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm pretty much the same way. I'm both uh, <laughs> looking forward to and dreading everything that will happen this week. Yes. Uh, well, that that is, like I said, that is our prime topic. Uh, but you know what? I figured before we get into the, the prime look ahead, let's take a teeny tiny look at back at some of the stuff that happened last week, earlier this week. Uh, I'm going to start us off with, I'm going to warm us up. This, this one, this, it's very light, very lighthearted here. Um, as I move into the screen sharing here, if you're, if you're listening or watching on, um, excuse me, on the listening to the podcast, we're going to talk about the Huangzhou Spark announced not too long ago, a couple days ago, that they are parting ways with Liege, which prompted me and uh, call me a terrible person. And I was like, oh, forgot they were on the team. Um, yeah, I think he only played one map. Yeah, <laughs> so like, this is what I mean. This is a warm up. So technically it is news, but um, it's. It, I think this is probably a clear cut. Yep, no use for you. At the moment, it, this is creative, has nothing for you. Nobody is, I think, in an uproar over this. But mm. it is technically news because somebody did get released from a team. So I, yeah. I, I would be remiss if I didn't bring it up. Is this, I it's mean, bit, shocking to anybody, interesting to anybody, I, so on? It's so. kind of a shame because his last year, so 2021, he was signed. And I think he went in, on loan to a contenders team. And then oh, he comes okay. back this year. It's like, right. Like, this is my chance. But then you've also got Gouche and Bernard in that position. And there's only one spot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. He played one map. In his, and he actually didn't look too bad. I will say yeah. that. But obviously, the positions on that team, especially the tank position in general, yeah. you've only got one spot this yep. year. So I can appreciate this. And to be fair, Bernard and Gouche have not looked out of place. No, I no, no. Hey, I, I think I think any team. Let's be kind of real, especially if you have any kind of like budget stretch that you have to do, unless you mm -hmm. are like loaded in a one position, like one player position. Three, three. You don't need that much flexibility. Like that is that is way overkill. Hmm. So I think not much more to say on this one. It was just <laughs> no, not really. Adios, uh, yeah, I was like, you know what I mean? Yeah, they, they let they let go a guy who was riding the pine. I'm like, okay, yeah, absolutely. So it's called budget cuts. 
<laughs> sure, yeah, I know, I know. Or just <laughs> budget me. management. Like, why? you know, if he's not being utilized, why bother? And I know a lot of folks have been like, oh, they looked really great in contenders two years ago. I'm like, yeah, different game. Yep. Different region. None of that. Very matters. different game. And we're Nobody again. cares yeah. what you were doing two years ago <laughs> in a different yeah. game in the mind. Very different methods back then as Nobody well. Cares. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's true, yeah. though, right? Like, you were the best. You were awesome at a different game in the minor leagues. Okay. Like that, yeah, that's true. Like that's <laughs> you know, that's I'm just true. saying, man. It's true any year, right? New I know. any year, any sport, let it alone happens. when we've made this huge I mean, switch to the new format. And yeah, but that. we see this like it just in pro sports. It's that's like, what yeah, I'm you saying. Can make yes. it. You get drafted and you end up as a bust or you don't really end up in the role you thought you were going to be in. That's pretty normal. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Um, so, you know, uh, you know, all the best to the fella. I hope he, you know, I'm a well-wisher, meaning I don't yeah. wish him any ill will. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, so that, uh, like I said, warm up piece of news. But the other piece of news, again, it, it's kind of been chatted about ad nauseum uh, so far. So we'll just kind of brush over it. But it is news that we didn't get a chance to cover. Uh, and that was the, the Dex Erto article that came out oh, yeah. about the Houston Outlaws. My lovely Houston Outlaws, hottie team. Um, there was a, a source, according to sources, they were shopping along the trio of Iris, Piggy, and Pelican uh, to potentially trade them or sell their contract off to another team. And the mo- the more, which my big, one of my biggest gripes with the article and with the reaction and everything like that is people being like, what? Which, yes, those are all very talented players, but I think one thing people need to know that in esports, in pro sports all the time, this stuff happens constantly. Hey, you want to buy this guy? Hey, you want to trade this guy? So this one just got out. Like people did that with Michael Jordan. Okay. Like, Hey, like we bulls, we got Jordan and it's 96, but I mean, Hey, Pistons, if you've got 80 bajillion dollars, we will, we will, we will trade you Michael Jordan. So like, that is not the shocking thing. The way the article to, for a lot of people and to me in particular, is it kind of skewed it or it made it seem like, part of the major reason was Dante expressing uh, a desire to return to playing DPS. And so a lot of people jumped on the idea of, uh, Oh shoot, Dante wants to switch off tanks. So they're going to, they're, they're just going to blow up the team. Dante's calling the shots here, which I think was a little bit of an unfair framing, but yeah, an, initial reactions uh, from you guys. Well, for me, this is all just to me. I've always believed that. Unless you hear it from the actual people, you don't. You know, it's treated as rumor and speculation. Of course, that's always been that my goes without saying. To give you an example, when David Moyes took over Manchester United after Sir Alex Ferguson, everyone was like, "Oh, Moyes is coming in. Rooney's going to leave." Everybody and their mum said that Rooney was going to leave, except for Rooney himself. And I think to myself, "Yeah, <laughs> you're just running with a theory." And I see the same thing here in that they're like, oh, we, someone's dinner lady's cousin said that, that Dante wanted to play DPS again. So they're going to get rid of these players. I mean, think to myself, unless you hear it from the actual people, oh, it's not avoided, in my opinion. But that's just me. Mm-hmm. It's all my old school sort of, of watching traditional sports brain. I don't know if Richard follows the same, same train of yeah. thought with me, but. That's just me. You know, honestly, when I see a trio like that, all I think is budget. 
and money. And, you know. In, in, what, in what way? What do you mean? Well, if you're offloading people, I don't know what the contracts are for these folks. Do they pub- have they public outlined what, how much these guys cost? I don't know. I have, <laughs> I'm doing my own. I have sources. Or no, I've just, I've heard from other like media outlets or whatever. The only thing I know is, from what I understand, is Pelican being last year's uh, MVP or rookie of the year, excuse me. Um, what has a pretty significant contract. Um, so that, that's all I heard his is pretty high out of the three of them. That's all I've, I mean, when you think about it, right? Like your, your ability to perform in context of the revenue that you generate off of the team, you know, it, it like, it's like being the Maple Leafs in Toronto, whether you're winning or you're losing, you're, putting butts in seats they're still making the same amount of money they could feel a terrible team and they'll still may be the wealthiest team in the nhl sure right consequently you could be the best team in overwatch and you won't get squat Mm. yeah right um i wouldn't be surprised if they're doing this because they don't really care about the performance and you just mitigate the cost because pelican's awesome still on squad you know he's still great great to watch we've seen a a ton of good response um iris was doing awesome work the peggy thing i think is interesting i think that's the one where i'm like that's weird because you've been using him a lot you know uh towards like in the playoffs we saw him a lot but you know maybe they just want to have somebody who's going to go between doomfist and junker queen right so why would you have extra players that are going to be right like on the bench when you're not going to run them again this is the whole problem with metas changing right you're not as functional and then like you think about it a doomfist player and someone who's running like more like an off tank kind of makes sense yeah right that you would just focus on one if piggy's not going to get the play and then you can just get some money and then again also when you think about it people like iris and pelican like aggressive like awesome dps and a you know great support but if it's going to be basically like a version of goats it doesn't really matter anymore you don't need these crazy dps well i suppose now now you're overextended well the other thing that gets to me is that it's all stemmed from the fact that allegedly, and I'm going to say that, that specifically, so we don't get in trouble, allegedly Dante wants to move DPS. Uh, in theory, you could just run Piggy on the tank and move Dante back to damage anyway, so... But I, the con- which I get with the conflict there, though, would be that you have, you have two... It's, you're spending money on two projectile or flex DPS players. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's like, I remember correctly, Dante was more the flankers, like your tracers, your doomfists, your sombras. And sure, Ethan, and, and, was, I w- and I would, you could, I would definitely say that DPS Alex is your was one. The traditional projectile player. Yeah, and, and, and that is the, that's one mm-hmm. of the, especially in this, in this game, I would, I would say that that's your one department probably that you could stand to have three players on, you know, with a, rotating people in and out like that more hero specific players and stuff like that so i guess you know my question is who's left let's just assume they drop all three who's left on houston yeah i mean it's dante last merit merit that's it that's it that's half the squad basically yeah so they'd have to pick up two um uh league minimum six so they need to pick so up three. Need five six, that, five. So, so if they're dumping half the squad and going below their total count, the, the only reason they're looking to move these people is to save money. Yeah. That's the only reason you're doing this. If because you have to sign other people. So you you definitionally have to replace these people with someone else. So you're not going to do it. Like this team is pretty good. So you yeah. at best case, you're going to be at parity for cost, which I doubt is going to happen. Um, because with Pelican in the mix. And there's no trades. 
right in in Overwatch. That's what that's like, what a lot of people, people are saying. You sell yeah. you sell contracts to make money back. I I bet you they're just in a cash. I bet you there's some real unhappy investors wondering why they're spending so much and nothing is like put it this way anyone who's in houston you tell me is there any impact on anything locally because all of their ownership is it still beasley that owns it is yes okay so let's work this out okay you are a media management property are you making anything off of these people and what are you going to do to make money for a beasley property probably not three players from overseas yeah like just you know what i mean <laughs> it's a money thing for sure like it, yeah, I don't, this is going to be like a continuing thing like. for all of overwatch league because it's like they're always like half in half out they can't commit to doing anything they can't commit to localization because they can't commit you know organizations will not commit to just letting some things go because that is what a real market is you cannot control everything they don't want to do that right? right so then they bring in teams to win well you think winning makes you popular like hello do you not know about like the carolina hurricanes you know <laughs> when we tried to bring like hockey to like the american south like yeah. my buddy was there you won the cup and it was so funny because my buddy grew up in carolina and uh in south carolina and he was like um people they like brought people out to like try to show people what hockey was as a game They'd like teach you to make you be excited about the fact that you are the best team ever. Winning does not make you money as a team. Shanghai it's... Dragons season one. <laughs> no, but like it, this is one of those cases where it's like there's incredible winning teams in all sorts of leagues that nobody watches, right? That don't generate mm-hmm. things. And it's, it's, it's f- like, I was like, you tell anybody who was like ever like a, you know, a, who's a premier, uh, you know, premier hockey league, formerly NWHL fan women's hockey league anybody who watches the nwsl these are great teams they have great stories they're awesome and i you know i watch them when i can it's really hard now because i don't have any like means to watch anything but like you know how many people actually go and watch they don't yeah they never do these people yeah and and if you think these these tournament prize pools they, they look big on paper to the individual but to orgs it's pennies. Nothing. It's nothing. A $250,000 so, yeah. prize? That's pennies. They were supposed to get their revenue through revenue shares. I don't know if that's still working. I, I can't teams, imagine. How many teams? I, I would like to know how many teams are, are they still holding back and not paying franchise fees? Because that they, was something that no one ever They've already, about. yeah. They, uh, they actually just came out with a thing that says they are, I believe, heading, it's either this or heading into next season, whatever. They continue to, de- they're deferring it even yeah so further. that's bad that's bad because mm-hmm. league's not making any money teams aren't making any money the broadcast numbers are down i'm like yeah you know what you do you feel the minimum team because here's the funny thing i bet you they could swap out all these players and whoever is still currently an overwatch league fan is still going to support the team to an extent because it's not going to get much worse than what we're seeing right now this is like the death of the World Hockey Association that we're seeing happening. It's like, oh I God, feel, let's, like, let's was, not go there. Do we no, have to go I'm there? <laughs> the WHA was great. They had like Bobby Hall. They had the whatever, the Avro Bobby Cup Hall. or whatever they call it. Uh, Aero Cup or, you know, whatever it was, right? But I'm like, yeah, you know, this is what happens. You start taking cost out of the model. That's my hunch. I, my hunch is most sure. people are cutting budget. Yeah. They don't even do content anymore. Like these are organizations that literally don't make content. You know, like if I see like, I, like I hope this hasn't happened, but like, I bet you if we go out right now, I bet you you'll find 
some org that's probably still doing like the eat a spicy chip challenge. Like chat, oh, yeah. you tell me, tell me if any team right now is doing the spicy chip challenge. Cause I'm like, that means they are complete. They're out of ideas. Like that's not even a new social idea. So if, if anyone finds one, let us know because hey. that's, that's how I, whoa, whoa, whoa. State. Hey, cutting, cutting clips out of players, Twitch streams is totally counting as content. And posting it on Twitter. Yeah. Come on. That told, that's that's hard. Oh, that's real content. What I'm saying is like even when it's new and novel, like watch someone be like, Oh god, I know what's gonna happen. I bet you someone's gonna be like, Well, Rich, did you know that uh Tor- watch watch Toronto Define have done something like that? Like some like eat a spicy chip challenge. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If this happens, if I have brought <laughs> this, if I have fucking voiced this into reality, that will be the funniest thing. <laughs> so watch, if anyone can go check. Can someone check just to make sure Toronto has not done a spicy chip challenge? 100% they to be have. Because this is going to be a terrible Twitch clip. To 100% be fair. they have. Yeah. Florida Mayhem in season one, they did the spicy wing challenge. But that's oh, okay because that was season one. What I'm saying yeah, is what's like, happening now. Was it, was but like I said, I, swoosh. I hate saying Logics. this though. I think Houston's doing this for, 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 um, like just for budget controls. And look, I'd rather they do that and, um, you know, like you got to do what you got to do. Sure. Hmm. Oh, oh, well. I'm so worried. But yeah, again, this is all <laughs> alleged. We don't. I mean, sources. Yo, let's just go, go to the Twitter handle and scroll down. Let's just see. Let's just see. Just God, go to what? the. I know oh. Dante came out. And oh, so go to their YouTube. I guess go to their YouTube. Go to their YouTube because that's always the okay. best. The it's that first I, link there. I'm not sharing their. Um, I'm not sharing the screen right now. Just FYI. So. Okay. Let's go to videos. I'm gonna Let's I'm gonna see. look this up. I it's a bunch. Oh of my god! Oh my god! <laughs> Sorry, I gotta go. Are you oh kidding me, man? My no, god. no, you are. Thank you, Car Cube. Oh my god! <laughs> what have you found? Come on, spicy Shit. chip challenge. <laughs> Good god! Video one on the Toronto <laughs> Defiant YouTube. What the hell, man? Okay, I voiced how, this in a re- okay. Okay, the show's over. The show, Richard, he, he's already a smart guy in marketing and all this. He literally has manifested <laughs> shitty content into existence. When no, was this posted? Five days what? ago. Oh, my God. <laughs> five days ago. And there's your title, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and this is why I'm in marketing. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet Jesus. Okay. Um, no, but this is what I'm saying. Like, this is the best they can do because, you know, you know what else happens, you know, and this is one of those things when I, and I want it. And look, I actually think Houston as a great example could do this because of the nature of the organization. Everybody knows when you take a look at sport, you know, look, what sort of like wrestling, right? Uh, you know what Bret Hart used to say? Like, yeah, of course, lots of people watch it, but you know, we got to always remember it's, it's a kid show, right? It's for kids. At sure. core, right? We mm-hmm. we can obviously hold on to ways of enjoying it, and we will, and it's that's fine. But y- you know, we designed this a lot of entertainment originally for for youth, anime, cartoons. It's all the same stuff. I watch SpongeBob all the time. I watch a ton of Gundam, but I'm also you know I'm, I I I realize that the starting point right is is youth. Sure. <sighs> Which is why when you take a look at sports, they're always doing localized outreach. They always do great localized outreach all the time and we don't see that we see like oh it's a localized tournament or we're gonna go online i'm like go out and do something in your city 
go host a park cleanup, you know, or yep. a food bank drive, yep. you know, do something useful, you know, but no, it's all like, oh, we're going to host this tournament and it's open to everybody except for people in Quebec who you don't even have to cut out anymore. They're just lazy. They are lazy. So to everybody in Quebec, just so you know, you don't actually have to be excluded all the time from contests. It is just a matter of the fact that so many people are lazy about their policy and writing. That's how it is. I so, detect a bit of salt here. Oh, no, it just drives no, it's me crazy because point. it's like, that's what you should do. You want to do something good? I don't know. Host a like partner with a localized, you know, you know, summer camp program or day camp program for youth and, you know, teach them about game design. I don't know. Do something. <laughs> all but it's all like, all we're out of content. The team's not active. We can't do anything. I'm like, maybe yep. you're bad at your job. You, you, need, you, know? to think, yeah, you need to think outside of Twitter. It's, it's all it but is. They is don't. It's just, like, I know. Like Twitter, look at my it's, views. Look, and I'm like, guys, this is why you're having trouble. You go to the Leafs, the Raptors, the Argos, any of them. And you see all sorts of cool stuff. You go to how do OHL teams survive, man? Yeah. You know, kids get excited when, you know, um, I mean, I've got the dog, you know, I've got the Sault Ste. Marie little mascot, you know, the Greyhounds uh, uh, mascot. But I'm like, go and, I don't know, actually engage with people in something that isn't just watching your TV show. You're yeah. supposed to be a localized franchise representing the spirit of a town. Do not take and use a city spirit and its stories as a logo slap, it's insulting. Yeah. You know, nope. it's like teams it, do better. Like, it's like the worst kind of tourism, yeah. you know? Ah, but we, teams do oh better. my God, the first game Spitfire and Mayhem. That yes. is again, spicy. But before, before we, let's just start talking about, it. I, I'm going to bring up a clip here. Um, just, this will be, we can have this playing, keep an eye on it. Um, so this is kind of our main topic of oh today God. so you guys can kind of ignore this if you want and just why we're wa we're watching a little bit of contenders play here which is giving us a little bit of a peek and this is the kind of the title of the video the title of the episode are we going to be going into a junker goats and a lot of people like that term a lot of people hate it it's not the same it is the same it's different um either way it has some similar characteristics to the infamous goats meta from years past with junker queen Everybody wondering, is there gonna people are gonna be playing Junker Queen in the next stage? Yes, a lot of her. Because she doesn't die. And she doesn't <laughs> let her team die. Nah, um, yeah, because she's that. got rally on cooldown. The big that's the biggest thing is this this rallying shout is the all her other abilities, relatively speaking, to me, seem they have their place. And I think they they fit perfectly fine. Um she's a brawly tank, but this shout is so powerful dude the um, shout with brig is the most in i ran that with and it stacks and it, it stacks looks like you got and the well, lucio speed well, stacks too that's why you lucio see as well yep that's why you see brig lucio with queen because it all stacks brucio yeah. the brucio <laughs> queen yeah exactly one thing one thing i've noticed so i caught bits of the mayhem classic myself and it seems like junker queen lucio Brigitte are sort of acting as like an mm -hmm. almost like an anchor point. Yes, and you see the damage yes. players are spread out. It's like yep, yep, yeah. Based off of based off of uh, play style, tactic, speed that they want to run yeah. at. Yeah, I, I, you know, Plex. I think you're 
So I did. I actually did go back and watch like a little bit of tape. I actually did it for once. Hey, <laughs> I know. I know. It wasn't just be like, you. here's my hot, here's my hot, spicy potato take. Um, no, I, I'm, I'm totally with you. I think what we're seeing is it's, this will be different. It's anchor with the flex deep with flex DPS roles yeah. based off of utility, how they're feeling that day, what's working. And yep. we're going to see a lot of weirdness in terms of the, like, it's whatever works, but yeah. that core three is the foundation of the play. Yeah. Yes. I, mean, I've, I was saying this to someone in Mayhem called earlier that how the damage here is I've seen, I, and I would assume that some people said different. Mm-hmm. It's some combination of Ash, Souljord, Genji, Tracer. It's yep. one of those four. Yeah. Two of those yeah. four, I should say. China's been busting out a lot of the Sombra, the uh, Tracer Sombra combos coming out a lot mm-hmm. in China contenders. Um, yeah. Now again, to be fair, they are on, they are on the original Junker Queen patch where like Shout is crazy powerful. So Overwatch League will play on that mid beta patch from beta two where they kind of nerf the distance and the duration of Junker Queen Shout. That's mm. but that was gonna get me my next question is like so a little bit different so it might not be quite as static and dull as as some of the stuff we're seeing in contenders but do we think that 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 change is enough or do we still are we still worried well, about a little bit of when a they try to, when they try to nerf goats it yeah. failed so many times that got so weird yeah <laughs> it's it like so oh we're gonna weird. oh we're gonna nerf 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 but the way goats was so strong was because each hero in the composition covered for the other it's like yeah. zarya graviton surge was negated by diva for example yeah. Then you had Lucio mm-hmm. and and you had Zenyata to counter potential Sombra. Things like so the comp had its own inbuilt defenses against itself. Yeah. And you can see that here with this comp, but one point I think should be made is is that it will be interesting to see how many teams will play the Brig Lucio if Jogger Queen is meta. I think a lot will. I, I think you're stupid. It, yeah. it, it, so this is this is the problem with metas like this, and this is like it's like oh, it's, it's just it's it's what works. So why wouldn't you play it? The problem well, is think about it too. It's all it's three area effects running yep. at once. It's like area yeah. heal, brig heal, which is a little. I mean, you know, teams just run of, into each other. Yeah, so they just run into each other play. and clash. Yeah. Oh, and then you have two boops, which is yeah. the worst. And then oh, and then the funny thing is, it'll all be based off of whoever gets the timing for the attack, the alt. Yep. Who? Yep. Who uses that first? People. And then it'll be like, so it'll be like, you know, when the Simpsons show soccer, you know, (laughs) Galarraga versus Galarraga two, you know, and it's like (laughs) they're just like going, yeah, and they're like waiting on their sides, and I'm like, this is going to suck, yeah, so bad. The question I'll have is that and I get to see it live here in Toronto. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The question I'll have is so a lot of teams have a main support. It's like we've got well, Arnimo for Florida Mayhem. You've got Under Spitfire with Admiral, I believe. Is it Admiral? Is that main support the Lucio player? Yes, I believe so. Yeah. So hey, so you got all these teams with main supports, and then you have a flex support who could potentially play the Brigitte. Or in yeah. Mayhem's case, you have Serber Jed on Lucio and Arnimo on the Brig. My question yes. would be is, what if they don't have the Brig player? I well, mean, it's interesting because, yeah, a lot, a lot of these teams have double flex support, too. My, they tried, they, they, they went that they'll, way. They'll always, someone's always going to go on to Brig. They just won't be very good. Yeah, like, this is my right. theory with it. <laughs> right. this, is, this is kind of my theory with it. So there's two possible avenues. Let's assume that 
you don't have a brig player among your support players, right? Yep. So let's assume that. There's two options you can go. One, in theory, you could run a Baptiste, if you ask me, because it mm. provides the area effect healing. And also, you, know, you can actually shoot targets down. And yeah. Plus, Immortality Field, we know, is a little bit broken, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, still. It has continued still. to be, yep. Yeah, the other option is mm. flex DPS players in the GOATS better were the Brig players. It's like, Richard, I think you'll probably remember, like, two years ago, yeah. NYXL, they ran Libero on Brigitte. Yeah, I know that wasn't that good as a Brig. Yeah. My favorite Brig of that era is yeah. still Stellar from Defiant. Yeah. He was okay, actually... If I'm functionally on... fast, but you're yeah, right. So I, I agree other... with you. So the other hero player I could think of was EQO at one point. He was running Brig for Philadelphia Fusion at one point. I believe in 2020 as well. So mm-hmm. so it's one of those two things. So if you don't have a Brig player in your support line, do you run Baptiste instead? Or ask your flex damage player yeah, I th- to go I think into the support role? I think they're going to flex into Brig just because you need... Yeah. You you know, you still need accuracy on that whip shot. And like I said, when you time it right, think about it, right? You've got a boop. I'm, I'm sure you've done this. Have you ever done like a Lucio boop and then you whip shot the person? Like, so they're no. kind of in the air. So they whip shot, so they go boop, you whip shot them and then like Junker Queen will like dive them and then they're dead. Sure. But yeah, it, the problem is it's a lot of stacking, like stacked abilities and mm-hmm. stacked and it's a lot of AOE stuff. And what was oh. it that we hated? about overwatch what did we want to get rid of right like uh, cc like attacks yep. and broader based area of effect action yeah. because you know it it's not that it's not hard or that one can't do something great in this game with that type of game constraint yeah however it leads to a certain level of freaking awful viewability yeah like it's just it's, yeah. people think, whacking each other. Like, and, and you know what it is, too? It's the way Junker Queen's attack is. You know how she does, like, like the little maestro conductor, like... What? Thing, what are you like, talking when about? Attack, when she's swinging stuff. The like, hammer. The, the hammer. Wait, her, her knife, which, which, which just is just like a... No, 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 like no the hammer. The hammer. Oh, the, the axe. Yeah, yeah the, it's so, just like... It's just going to be a big clunk, clunk, run, run, clunk. And then you get this brig thing going nonstop. Ka-ching, 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 ka-ching. Occasional whoosh with the, with the bash. And then you're going to get boom, boom. With like the Lucios. <laughs> it's going to be awful. God, the more we talk about it, the more I'm not looking forward yeah. to it. Why did I buy <laughs> tickets? Boom, bam, boom, beam. It should be important, I should it should be important to note that <laughs> we may up, not baby. necessarily see this. Because as Matt said, we were on a slightly different patch to what contenders is true yeah. so like th- this is this is all but going also, but I, i've been hearing to be fair every again the reports coming out of scrims is junker queen this 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 style of comp is very 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 common on yeah. almost every like, map say, that's the scary I would thing that every team is learning the comp regardless that yeah i think absolutely but and look there's going to be a solution gonna come down to it. To- the same way but, there was like clockwork came up with a solution to goats. Yeah, clockwork but the vendetta. problem is you need to play with this meta, and until you figure out what that solution is, but it's easier to play within it than to figure mm-hmm. out a solution against yeah, it because you like, take the losses while you're figuring it out. Yeah, yeah, and I think it also should be noted that we that there could be a case of some teams will use this comp as Plan A, other teams will use it as Plan B. So, for example, Chengdu Hunters in 2019 with goats, they were like. Ah, that's fun. 
let's run something else instead, like yep. the triple DVS comps. So sure. It could be a case we'll see a branch off in that regard. Where... I don't know why. I, I totally hear where you're coming. I have a feeling this is, but it, I just seeing the way some of these teams have been playing, uh, like I know it's contenders and stuff like that, but, and uh, I just, I don't, I think every, it's everyone's plan yeah. A. And I think if, but, if it's, if it's your plan B, you get, you lose. Yeah. <laughs> or so at least you lose a point or two. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, this is what we used to refer to in Yu-Gi-Oh as a tier zero format. And what that means is that one strategy was so powerful. Yeah. You either run it or you lose to it. Kind yeah. of. Or that's what it feels like. Or your, or your deck was specifically designed to counter it. I mean, some Yugo players remember Spiral format, where for one tournament, 29 out of the top 32 players were running the Spiral strategy. And the remaining three, they 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 basically didn't recognize a specific deck. Yeah. It was literally mm. everything they could cram in to counter yeah. it. So I think we could potentially see something like, like that, where it's hardline, you've got to run this. Or we could see teams do what they've been doing so far this season. Sort of specialized compositions for oh, my, map. I mean... Especially since I, we've got a new map pool as well. I, I think I, that'll be a factor as well. I think that's... I hope so, God. It's one of those... God, I hope you're right. I hope you're right, Flex. I hope I hope people do go, screw it. We're going to find a, a way around this. Um, I don't think so. I, think I just don't think it's going to happen. Path of least yeah. resistance always wins, man. Mm -hmm. That's why people ran goats for so long. I mean, these are the best yeah. teams in the world with the best thinkers in the world, and they're like, fight for the win you cannot like you can't keep taking losses right so yep you just go with what works because at least you know what what you're in for yeah and there's nothing worse than trying out a strat and getting obliterated because then yeah. you've lost the game anyway you're down yep. the map right and you yeah. struggle to get back in so you and know these teams not try it again and these teams that didn't make mid-season they're they're gonna lean hard meta because they just they want wins they desperately want wins to maybe maybe somehow somehow maybe 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 qualify for a playoff run or a last chance qualifier kind of thing, um, but and then the teams on top who face them are not they want to they're not gonna risk doing something goofy even against a Vancouver Titans or you know a uh, a Washington Justice or a Boston Uprising, so on so forth. They, no, they're like. Or they're going to learn really quick to not try something because it's just going to be so hard meta. That's the fear. This is all kind of speculation. But yeah. especially because we just came out of a very, very dynamic meta. That's what's going to make it. That's what last it, two is going to right. Yeah, it's going to make it very hard to strategies. swallow. That's what I've always loved. And so great, great transition. Great point. Because the, the map we've just had on in the background is a very specific map so far this season. Circuit mm. Royale, it's a very Sigma-heavy, sniper-heavy, and every everything we see, not just this match, I've watched other matches on tape and everything, there's no Widow, there's, or there's very little Widow, there's no Sigma, and when, when you're running the same map that you're running on, or the same comp you're running on oh, freaking control yeah. on Circuit Royale, it's, that's bad. That is bad yeah, for the ecosystem. That's bad. For, no, it's not good. Good for healthy competition. It's not interesting at all. Yeah, especially when you can tell immediately who's going to be good at it and the rest yep. of it. It's like, and then yeah, you can the, the fights either last. We talked about this before. The fights either last five minutes or they last ten seconds because you get an early pick and they just get run over. And it's like, okay, we yeah. coast along and here we go into the wild blue yonder. Um, 
So, yeah. but like I said, I think the map pool will be a factor because yeah. it'll be a case of will teams hard lock this composition on every map, or will they still go like they've been doing all year so far yeah. and run specific map strategies? Yeah. So obviously we've got. We'll new see. I mean, that was a whole problem once you go into like a Brawly Goats style of sustain meta. It shows up on all the maps. Yeah. Mm. And like, you know, like, here's the thing. Push is going to be so friggin' boring to watch now. Yeah. That, again, it's, it's no just, one's it, going to go anywhere. Dude, the, the bot is like, going to go three feet in either like direction. <laughs> yeah. You just win. You just no win more butt scratches. The, yeah, you just win yeah. because maybe the, the bot moved a bit. It's like this entire game will be fought in the alleyways or whatever, that one hallway in Coliseum. In Coliseum, yeah, as where, the, where the pillars are and everything. Oh, no. Yeah. Wait, no, that's Midtown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, everyone's going to hang out in that alley and never die. Yep. It's <laughs> just, yeah, it's just going to be shout, 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 Let shout. Let it <laughs> Dang it, Richie, we had the same thought at the same time. These are the <laughs> fights that won't turn about. Come on. Let's just end uh, this map. Come on. I don't know. We'll, we'll see, though. Uh, like, we'll you know, see. Again, we'll only know when it comes I'm, out. I just hate, I just, I didn't like goats, though. And I played Brig and I didn't like goats. So. Yeah. I hated That's goats because it's, it's like just, it, nothing it, happened. It's, person, it's just a personal opinion. Um, it's definitely not going to help get over those shoot, like, you know, high-end DPS folks, like, they'll definitely go to hang out in Valorant more. Like, the yeah, I, right? I visited IGS, the uh, land center, we, you know, I do events at in uh, Toronto, and it was wild, man. Every single PC in use was Valorant. Every yep. single It's one. the game, man. It's the FPS game. it was game. like, every type right of now. person you could imagine was playing. They weren't even playing League anymore. It was wild. Yeah. So, Moving on from or, or, or transitioning here, all right, we've accepted we've accepted our fate potentially. You know, like this in some way, shape, or form, something like what this is going to go better? down. No kidding, right? Please, <laughs> I will give me the charging oh. pony at this point. Um, but that said, let's take a look. Like, and we'll kind of we'll mess around with uh, the power rankings and stuff. But for before we do that, let, I just want to list the teams up here. So. In that kind of a meta, let's just let's just r ruminate about who's going to have some really strong potential play here. Are there do are there any people who didn't have a great last stage who might adapt to Junker Queen really well? Some tanks or some supports that will well, rock star on Brig, etc. Realistically, we can safe to assume that the Shock and the Gladiators are going to be up there regardless because they are sure. Vancouver rated so high. The, this is this is just randomized. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> this is my prediction. So yeah, far. Like, shock, regardless, are going to be up yeah, there. Yeah, Shock will be up there, for sure. Uh, yeah, of course. Because I like to criticize yeah. Shock, but I will openly admit they have proven to be very meta-proof, regardless yeah. what happens. And so, so, so let's do it. We'll, we'll, start, we'll start messing down with our... With our um... What is this? The what team I'll be most interested to see how they adapt, realistically, will be the London Spitfire. Because... Mm -hmm. They run Rush-style compositions like the Reinhardt, and this kind of looks like a Rush-style meta to the Junker Queen comp. To, yeah, to a degree. I, I, that's, I would be strength. very curious. Yeah, is Hottie a Junker Queen player, or does he try to just hard counter? Because there, there's one Poco as well. They've got yeah, Poco yeah. ready to go. True. But if there is one count, I would say, somebody would say if there is one tank counter to Queen, it could be Rhine. Yeah. So it theory 
we could I, I, at least at least that's kind of what I think in a way. You, you, yeah. you shield up and you you swing through her and you can. But I mean, her sustain is still crazy. But I think so. I do think London could still have continue to have a good yeah, like, run here. That kind of the wild card all this because because when Chengdu first joined the league, they were hard to scrim against because mm. they played this unique style of Overwatch. Yeah, we're seeing the same thing here with London this year. Yeah. They're basically insta-locking the ride rush. I mean, we've seen them flex over to dive and all kinds of things, but their bread and butter is the Reinhardt comp. So I, it's yeah. going to be that wild card scenario when you face London. Yep. So there's a chance they could be, be really good in this meta, but there's also that chance they could str- struggle. Yeah. Especially so like hypothetically, you could play Backbone on the Brigitte alongside mm-hmm. Admiral Lucio. Sure. So there is that option for him. Yeah. The, L- London is going to be very interesting to watch. Um, again, like if we're talking about power rankings, we got, you know, LA and San Francisco. It's, it's, it's a pretty hard lock top two. After that, it does get interesting though. I mean, I think it's, it's hard to argue that Atlanta isn't probably there just considering their, their tournament performance and, and their overall, like, their, their their regular season is kind of hit or miss, but their tournaments they always can't seem to show up for. So like, yeah. like just for now, putting them in three. I mean, do we think well, Hawk is going to be a a good Junker Queen? Yeah. Well, first things first. Can you move from Vancouver's Islands to the uh, very bottom? It's, us, it's making you really uncomfortable that it's even sitting there, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it's, it's, just, it, we can, it's safe to agree, even with the scrim bucks, Richard, you're allegedly going around. Yeah. yeah, Matt, are you some kind of Vancouver lover? Getting, it's weird. <laughs> I'm a simp. It's getting weird. Well, the oh, yeah, is. man. Uh, yeah, um, they Titans, sent, the they sent the leftover show. breadsticks. So, no, no, I, I know <laughs> that. It's a hot breadsticks. It's like they're not even good. <laughs> I know. We, 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 this was like episode one for us. They're not true Canadian pizza. Oh. Who earns? <laughs> um, but like, Weirdly. Yeah, I actually think Mayhem could do well with this meta because we've seen Majeg can play the Lucio, and I think at times he has flex over the brig. And then you got Anamo alongside him. This is his style. Mm-hmm. He sure. is appeal for you, Lucio. And they've got good Sojourn players in both Hydron and Xe. They do. Yeah, and Checkmate has been looking really good on say the Trace of the Genji. And again, Genji, yep, 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 yep. And is able to pick up the Hanzo if needs be. So true. One thing, one one team I want to discuss before we kind of really break these down, though. Somebody that I heard a point being made uh, on Juked, actually. So if you want to check mm-hmm. it, we are. By the way, quick little shout out: we are a verified creator on Juke, the Overbotch podcast. We uh, share our discussion for all things that you hear on this podcast. So come check us out and check out Juke GG. It is. Uh, it's on both Android and iPhone. You, it is a great place to discuss esports kind of in long form. And they are also just introduced a chat option. So if you hate Twitch chat and YouTube chat, like most of us do, as it whirls by a bajillion miles an hour with nothing but horrible, horrible things being said, uh, Juke has a little live chat app for all the, all the various esports that they have during games. It's a little bit more low key. It's a little bit more like discussion thread. It's a little bit more in depth. So if that, if you're more into it in that regard, check them out. But the, the, the point I heard made, which I think is very interesting. So we were talking about that, the kind of get behind Junker Queen and Brig and Lucio and run in like uh, medieval warriors just meeting in the middle of the battlefield style fights. We do know that the Dallas Fuel 
have that very hive mindy rush style yep. um, under they their do. belly. Could they? And, and Hanbin is a hell of an off tank, and I feel like could maybe pick up this Junker Queen. They're a, um, a wild card. To I think so. The reason I say that is because they sort of they'll look at a meta and see what works for them. Mm-hmm. And but the problem I've got with it is that they have looked shaky as of late. I mean. Just in general, it's like they seem yes. to be missing something. I've said before on the podcast, like go back to Doha Sparkle as your damage lineup because that worked. Yeah, but they don't look like the world beasts like last year. No, they don't. So I, I mean, I get the feeling they'll be in the mix, but I don't think they'll do as well as people expect. I don't. I think they. I guess Monday. I think they will do better than they did last stage. I think this will be a more comfortable because even if they decide, for example, if they want to continue to try the for their sport line, the Lucio uh, Moira, mm-hmm. Lucio Moira, if they it might fit better in this meta a little bit than it did yeah. in the last one. And Sparkle on Genji, and then Edison had some pretty uh, some good Tracer game, uh, not Tracer, excuse me, um, Sojourn games. So wait, it was it was it Edison or Gurio who was doing a lot of the soldier work for them? Gurio was okay. Yeah. There you go. So yeah, he had a couple of good games. So like, I feel like they could make it work. And if Hanbin has really picked up this Junker Queen, like I feel like he could. That's just a gut feeling. Um, I feel like they could they could do a lot better than they did last stage, and we could see them in that top three four conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. I think yeah. I think they could. I, re- I really do, so, I think. I've got to come down to how quickly they can either learn the comp or yeah. find a way that, find a comp that suits them. The yeah. faster they can do that, the more hope I have for them. Yeah, um, I have like Fuel, Outlaws, Mayhem, and uh, like Spitfire is all like potentials. Like, it's just hard to say. It is, know? it's weird. So I, that, that... I, I don't know. I think New York, I mean, bias aside, I do think they'll do better in a meta that allows them to just like smack things around. Because it's sure. more based off of timing than like necessarily good decisions or like immediate skill points. I just don't know what like a Yaki will do now. But basically, it's more that I think Kellen could be less of a. Again, do you remember when he tried to use Winston and he always like jumped past like the yeah, entire yeah, yeah. map? Just like yeah, he ended up in the next Whoa. round. Like, why is he in Overwatch <laughs> 3? You know? <laughs> yeah. um, I, I think that will help i think toronto will actually do better as well too because we get like we've lost we'll lose in like gunfights and like we get we'll get these picks but if you're brawling um like having hotbow or music it's pretty good right yeah 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 you know that's one of those things where it's like that honestly the only the teams that are going to suffer are the ones that generally show disorganization of play which is why i don't know if new york's gonna get better because they've been weirdly disorganized at times sure Vancouver has been terribly disorganized as is that, paris and boston that is like, a very just... good point about like uh, the teams that have <laughs> had that tight-knit gameplay like that hive-mindy yeah. kind of gameplay will probably yeah. do very well in this in this meta in this and you stage. gotta remember like what 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 saved vancouver right like I mean, the t- we know individually they can be pretty good, but Aspire's a beast, but you're taking mm-hmm. away a lot of his utility here. That's why I think Vancouver could have a lot of trouble, but who knows, right? Like, yeah. again, you know, they've now had their new coach in for a while, etc. I just don't see them at the same 
punching weight because who was the new guy they added after they dropped shockwave um oh, oh my god well, that, that shows you how much you guys keep talking i'll Oh, the, the player look. from Maryville or whatever, or like oh, or... King, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Curious to see, like just curious yes. to see. Fair, One, fair point, you know. Um, but yeah, like I said, like after Mayhem, there, honestly, I would just kind of keep them in a jumble. But but Vancouver would be at the bottom of that jumble because you know, yeah, I, I think it's and look, definitely they're... Paris. Paris would be like you know the Las, I think the so Las Vegas Eternal would definitely be somewhere <laughs> in the bottom two. So Houston, Houston's an interesting one to me, though. Again, I don't know who's picking up Junker Queen. I don't. I don't think that's Dante. I uh, think he's I staying I think with Doomfist. Uh, I think. I think it'd be Dante. Really? You don't think yeah. it'd be Piggy? No, no, no. Piggy needs shields. Dante likes to hit mm. things. Well, for all we know, it could end up being fair. Because. <laughs> Because it has shotgun, <laughs> basically hit scatters it. So I mean, uh, yeah. Of, yeah, but that, that's one of the reasons I see Dante on that role. But that that's why I'm like, I'm really, I'm actually very curious. Like, I think the games will be very interesting. You know, that's why yeah. that's that's the reason I'm excited for them. I'm just dreading them because I hate this style of play. But I am very Houston. So, I'm really curious to see what the musical chairs where it takes everybody. Yeah, you know what? You you make an interesting interesting point. I feel like, um, I feel like. Maybe the first this first weekend could be really people are like they've just been scrimming. They're now here in real competition. Some wild stuff kind of happens and it could be kind of interesting to see how people adapt. And then I feel like in week two and three, people adapted, settled in. We they know the count. A lot of mirrors, a lot of this back and forth. And I think we it might settle into a little bit of a doldrums week a a week or two in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it'll be a very interesting land here in Toronto. Yes, it will. There's so many tickets available still. It's so uh, funny. What, hey, okay, so let me ask you this real quick. Before we go sure. to the East region. Yeah. Well, we haven't Washington even finished Just- the West region. No, nah, we no, don't. Kind of so, Washington the- Justice, what do you make of it? Because um, uh, uh, their play style is basically he pocket decay and hope for the best. Uh, yeah, I, which is a like huge, doesn't work think- here, right? Yeah. Uh, I think Washington might fall a little bit lower. But again, I just don't yeah. know. That, I, not, so, I have yeah. a feeling Washington. That's why I said it's a jumble. I put the Toronto and Washington about the same. You know, I think Toronto. I have a feeling Toronto will do better this. Yes, I think they will too. Oh, yeah. I, like, I, I think Toronto is them- actually going to do quite decently this, this yeah. round because we've got resources to work with for a plan. And the plan in the end is about timing. And, and don't never forget, Toronto was like was basically one of the best goats teams in the league. I mean, back in the day, right? Sure. And I'm like, just saying, like, obviously the team's different, the org's different, the management's different, the players are different, and clearly nothing's even the same. Even the staff on at the team aren't the same. But um, it can happen because sure. it's about utility maximization, right? Um, and it's about who you lock. Honestly, it comes out to like you got to have a really good brig. The teams that have people who actually play brig well not yes. just they they can handle yes. the mechanics but they really know how to use a brig when there's a brig meta that makes a huge difference it's like i, I was just gonna like, say that that's uh, that was always the joke like um like uh, my buddy who one of the guys who got me in overwatch pat tough pat he's so funny because he was like laughing because we we're going through the beta and i'm like dude did this game get easier he goes no it's not easier it's that it works now for the way you play brig because you're so aggressive and no one wants to play that aggressively in games. But if you do that and you have a team that's with you, you will not lose. 
like because it's a math it's a math problem you just you just get you just get enough sustain and you bust through but it's kind of it'll be really interesting because there are people like you see it like why do people not use whip shots inside of tight team fights to display it's like you see them use it all the wrong ways and i'm like you just got to figure out how to use it but nobody wants to think about how to play brick because they're like oh she's easy you just hold left click and then you bash and then you like whip shot i'm like no there's ways you do it there's ways yeah. you like have oh to the timing is key out. yeah yeah but also like when you use it like nobody uses the whip shot properly i swear like, right even like good players don't do it because they just don't like you use her like begrudgingly i'm like you must love brick she's the best thing in overwatch she's the only reason that this game has a right to exist <laughs> Okay, now we've gone off. <laughs> now we've gone off the deep end. But I do. I think that's a really good point. A lot. Of, so many people are focused on Junker Queen and like, oh, who's um, who's going to be the Junker Queen? Who's going to be the best Junker Queen in the league? Well, that's going to be, and that's that. It will be key. But I think a lot of people are forgetting the team, like the teams who have a main brig player. That is going to be such a key thing. If people who are good, not like you said, not serviceable, but good damn brig players i think are going to be mm -hmm. very very big game changers yeah. in this meta so yeah now look at looking at our our little like this again these are just kind of loose power rankings i think i think you're right a lot of the middle lower is kind of a jumble um i'm, I'm kind of happy you know for those who are listening on audio we're going mm -hmm. glads shock atlanta dallas houston florida toronto london new york washington boston paris and our Western Canadian brother, the, the Titans. Oh, sorry, Las Vegas Eternal. So um, I, that sounds about right. I do, I will say this. Justice still make me nervous. And I think Boston and Punk uh, could potentially yeah, yeah. bust this team up a notch or two. And um, all the, it all depends on which Boston turn up for each game. So. That's what I'm saying. When they, when they, when they put Punk in. Yeah. He started, you know, he started showing a lot of promise. I feel like he could be a scrappy. I'm going to actually chunk them up one. I'm ready to eat my words on that one. But uh, I think they could do a little bit. They, they have a chance to kind of qualify for the for this tournament. Potentially, yeah. potentially, yeah. potentially, potentially. Could you uh, do but me yeah. a favor? Do me a favor? Put a tier break under Mayhem? or <laughs> I, I think, think a tier break. Atlanta, Atlanta, Dallas, Houston, Mayhem are one group. I think so, too. It's either here it, or it's here, because this. The, I I think this middle is big. I really yeah, do. Exactly. I do. You London know, London can fair. fire. London yeah. can fire up here yeah. if they go on another run, which I yeah, believe like, they could. And I, I, yeah, I, I think this is a good split. I I think this is a good split. I mean, I yeah. I'll let you do it, even though you know you're New York very biased. <sighs> I, I, whatever. I'll 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 move it around. It's okay. It's okay. Look, in the end, as long as we know Vancouver is at the bottom, I think we can all agree and Las Vegas Eternal is the second at the bottom. Like, to be honest, I think I think Eternal is in for the worst run. I think they yeah. will be atrocious. I think they may be worse than Vancouver. I you oh, know what? Those words? <laughs> I I would not. You know what? I'm making. I have the mouse. It happened. It, it's going that way. I think I think you're right. I think Ooh. Vancouver might might pick up a couple little wins here and there i think they could i think they could start getting a little bit of a uh, little bit of victory under their belt i don't i think paris is gonna have a rough one i do yeah i agree i can't right. say that for east the region. east i have no idea guys you tell me i, <sighs> I mean I philly philly showed up in the tournament but again we're moving into such a different meta it's hard to predict like i want to move philly like i still think soul's gonna be strong with smurf on tank and everything well, like that 
But man, I don't know. I think one thing that we can possibly all agree on is Guangzhou are going to be near the bottom. Yeah. Well, 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 so no, no, they're at the bottom. Guangzhou, but hey, I'm, again, I can, we can't predict. I don't know, but we saw that major shift change at the end of the last stage after they got eliminated. They brought in like a Prita and all, and made big wholesale changes. They could. I I don't know that they're gonna. I guess right now we have to based on results. But we yeah, it's all speculation still. But I I I, I would be ready to be surprised by them. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Like, top three, loosely, I'd say, would be Seoul, Seoul, Philadelphia, and Shanghai. That would be my top three. Although, yes. And then you have Valiant, Spark in some combination, and then Chengdu, Guangzhou. Although, again, I, I, I don't disagree with that top three. No, no, we're not doing that. We're not putting charge. I, do, I don't disagree with um, that top three. Dragons, Philly, mm-hmm. Seoul. But remember what Spark did in in the tournament. I mean, God, their their DPS line is pretty freaking cracked. Yeah, Spark and Valiant are interchangeable to me. Um, I think I think Spark I, again. That's the other one I've heard. Like Valiant have done well in uh, scrims with Junker Queen and everything like that, running these these comps. Um, I don't know if it'll be enough to put them there. Do we? Would you put them? So we're right now. We have Seoul, Philly, Shanghai, Spark. Do you think Valiant goes over the Hunters? Have Hunters made any, given anybody any reason to think that they're going to kind of show up this this stage? I mean, I don't know. You're the cricket. <laughs> it's yeah. It's it's like I, I'll yeah. never count out Leave on DPS, but he can't. I, especially in a, in a in a slugfest like this, I don't. He's not going to deadlift. I feel like yeah, like let's the go from the team. bottom to the top, right? Like I think it's like Guangzhou, Valiant, and Hunters will be the, in the bottom somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. Realistically, and I think you're probably like, like Hangzhou. It'll it's weird, right? Because they were they had such cool DPS, awesome, like right. I, I, Again, we really, I think we really got to be focusing spots. on their on their support lines, though. Too. Again, I think you're right. Yeah, like but these they're, Lucio they're break players are. Yeah, 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 I agree. I'm just saying. So, but I think as it'll be like Seoul, Shanghai, Hangzhou, Philly. Like, but it's a jumble. I yeah. don't think Philly's going to surprise us as much as we think they will, though. As as far as they're, not, you don't think they're going to like overperform again? Like, no, no. I mean, it's yeah, Philadelphia. Yeah. It's a good city, good town, good people. Uh, team. They is, have nothing to do okay. with Philadelphia, other than uh, it's literally written in their name. They have nothing to do with. You can't ju- You can't judge a Korean team that never touched Philadelphia soil on cheesesteaks. And they visited once. You know, I, they probably visited yeah. once back in the day. Like but it's been Carpe. Years. Carpe, I believe, had because yeah, because yeah, he was there. Yeah, yeah again, like OG. Well. Two years ago, but uh, let's let, let's yeah, let's leave. But no, the... I have a feeling. I have a feeling it'd be like Seoul, Shanghai, Hangzhou, Philly. That's my yeah. hunch. I have yeah, no same. idea though. Honestly, like it, it, this is so weird at, on the East region because the playstyle is so different. I don't, I haven't watched enough of the I... games, but like Shanghai's just got such great material to work with. Yeah, I and I, even, I, I, I you agree know, with and that. Seoul does as well too. They will find a way to muscle their way through that. And I think those two teams can muscle their way through better than like Philly and Hangzhou. But I, again, I, you know what it is? I see them almost as two pairs. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. I just think Valiant will be the worst. You think Valiant will be worse than charge. Yeah. Yeah. 
just because they're a horrible, good horrible organization. They got Mar- yeah, Mar- horrible yeah, they are a horrible, deserves, horrible, terrible. horrible organization that deserves no support from anybody. So, <laughs> But that that means nothing about how they're, well they're going to do. We can all agree on that. We can tear them apart internally all we want. But how does it reflect in their play? This one we're doing, we're, we are solely discussing play for this I don't one. know, the charge and Valiant, I don't know, I see them both, it's hard to They got Marvel them. now, remember, they they had, they got Marvel right before the end of the last stage. True. Valiant, who could, who yeah. could be a much yeah, more. Yeah, and you know what, I could almost see that being one reason I put them ahead of charge. That's right. kind of what I mean, I think they could, yeah. and Dia on DPS, and I think, I think they're, they're, they're a hair, and again, unless charge go crazy pants with some mm-hmm. of their new players. Yeah. I think, I think Valiant hold have a better record going for them. Yeah. Well, we'll find out when teams start playing again. Won't we, we will yeah. indeed. And so while we're on that, let's just flip right over to our schedule uh, this week. And then we, yeah, we kick off a couple of key games here. Like we kick off with Spitfire and mayhem. Uh, and we're, I think we'll get a great answer about, about that middle field right there is especially with London. Are we running Reinhardt Rush? Is Florida now we talked about it, Plex, you know, and you might have some insight on this a little bit better. We talked about the teams who play together might have a little bit of advantage, who really play that kind of like group mentality. Florida's had a little, and you've talked about it. They've to some success, but I'll be curious to see it in this meta, have played a little bit of that spread out. Hey, we're gonna have to send these two or three players over here, these two or three players mm. over here. Um not sure if they're if they're going to change up their strategy this stage, but th- I think this will be a very interesting and telling match, especially yeah. for that middle middle of the pack mm-hmm. group. Hmm. Yeah, I mean the one thing I'll say about Mayhem, no matter what comp they're running, it's all about their positional play. That's something mm-hmm. I've noticed the hallmark of Gunbar's style this year. So, so, taking that logic, they should be fine in this kind of Junker Queen meta because it's all about the positional play. Yeah. So like. You keep your Junker Queen core in one position, and then the damage deers go off. Yeah. So I think they might be okay. It's going to come down to what does Spitfire bring to the darts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm very, that, I'm very it, curious. Yeah. So again, I think it'll be a close one, but I'm going to say three, two, two to Mayhem cautiously. I'm going to say that cautiously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't about you, gents. No, I'm with you. It'll be tight. I think we'll see that in general, like. I think New York will beat Houston 3-2. It'll be weird and surprising, and Matt will have to say something strange on the camera. Oh, that's... I was wondering. I thought we didn't... So, uh, this this almost seems unfair, because, all right, for the, anybody who's new to the show, anytime we each have our kind of our own teams, I, I, I'm a creator for Outlaws, so they're my team. Plex is a mod for the Discord for Mayhem, so Mayhem's his team. Richard lives in uh, Toronto, so Toronto's usually his team. But he also spent so much time in New York, so he kind of has two teams. I think is a little unfair because then we're always playing Richard. Yeah, but it's New York. This is like this is like losing a fight to a hot dog. Like, come on. Like, <laughs> wait, who's the hot dog? With New York. Without are, 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 like, really? Are you go- are you going to allow a New York flat grilled hot dog defeat a Chicago? Well, I, 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 we're not. Drag Chicago's not in this. Chicago's not in this conversation. No, just I'm just saying. I'm, like, I'm just saying. Talking like, about Houston. Talking about a Houston ribeye. A, a nice would, medium rare steer but, cooked yeah, up. Yeah, I know. Cold, and would, would any baby. would a steak in New York ever defeat one in Houston? You got like nothing to worry about. This is like this is like. Are, are you are you not man enough? To oh no, that's off? fine. No, no. We're, we're, <laughs> our, our wager our wager is on the line. That's fine. Houston versus New York. It's going yeah. down. I'm just gonna sit back and watch as you two oh, yeah. suffer. 
We all will. But uh, but we're, we're not going to go through every match. But another key no, match, no, no. fine. We'll talk about it. We'll move on to Friday. Your other your other town, the Battle for Canada, taking place. Uh, Vancouver Titans taking on the Toronto Defiant. You know what's so funny? So to Defiant's like hosting a watch party, and I'm like, why you chose a 6 p.m. watch party that starts at two in the afternoon on a Friday is beyond me. It is the dumbest thing. Yeah. I've seen. Like, how's anyone supposed to go there? Oh, I know. You like yeah, you, no, no you got chance. work, or you've got folks, kids out of school for the summer who have to be taken there mm-hmm. by people at work. Like I'm like, you guys, like nobody cares. That's Vancouver. Yeah. Like, choose a good game. Anyway, I digress. Um, I think uh, I actually, I, I think Toronto will win it. I think they're actually going to give up a map to Vancouver, maybe even two. Quite frankly, just because yeah. it'll. But like, and here's the thing. I know what's end up. You know, I, 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 I think Toronto should win it, but just watch them blow it because there's a watch party and everyone has to be like, we lost. To <laughs> oh man! Why'd you yeah. do this to us? Why? Imagine you like skip work or, you know, you take your kid there because they're really excited and you lose to Vancouver. Yeah. It's like, God. Yeah. I I like just like anyone else, but I will never allow them to defeat Toronto. No, I I think, I think Vancouver will, will get a map for sure. For sure. I I think they'll get a map for sure. For sure. Um, I think think pound for pound, they're just not strong enough to beat Toronto. Again, this is just where, pure skill comes in but like i said you can they're definitely winning a map they might even get to i think they're gonna lose i think toronto will win i agree i agree i think it's three one maybe a three two um but the gladiators versus the outlaws is another one coming on saturday for me that will be an interesting one i I think it'll be interesting glads are good man they are i think houston i think we're more, I think we're too worried about Houston. I think Houston could be really good in this meta. I think Dante could do really cool stuff. I'm, I, that, my I biggest really question is who, and you guys are pretty, I, I told, and I totally hear you. I'm very curious to see who plays Queen. I don't, I, oddly enough, don't think it's going to be Dante. I don't know why. I hear your points, but I just don't, I don't see it coming. I'm, again, I'm, I, I'm 100% ready to eat those words. I just don't. No, I'm curious to see what the, what what the makeup is here. Um, I think they could be. I think Glad's will still have the coordination and the flexibility here to win this one, but I think it'll be a three-two. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then, I, okay, okay, fair enough. I think but, so. Hey, that's a good fight, though, man. I like, think either a, way, yes. I think that's. I no, honestly, I think Houston could do some really cool stuff in this meta. Like the team is still strong, but I think having that like. Junker Queen is everywhere. It's yeah. all about how you, you she's highly mobile. She can hook people. She can spread to the weird angles. These are all the things that a good Doomfist player has to think about. And Dante can That's be really good point. at this. I That's think a very fair point. This. So well, I'm gonna throw a cat among the pigeons here. I think Gladiators is gonna win that three two. That's what I just said. Yeah. So hey, purely because because Reiner has proven that he can play near enough anything. So. Oh, yeah. This is, yeah, actually, I want, and he's so aggressive. I want to see how he turns out on this because it's disgusting. Yeah. Right. And and we I think we know he likes to bust out the Roadhog, and Queen is kind of like a weird, twisted version of Roadhog. So. Yeah. Mm. 
I am also curious, quite frankly, I know most people won't watch this. I, I will be watching the Titans Eternal game because I do want to see what happens when lower tier Oh, play. the toilet bowl. Yeah. I want to no. see what happens. I'm very curious. It'll help us, it's going to be one of those games that help us helps us understand like the range yes. that we'll see. It's a great um, point. You know, it's it's mm. good because I think that's good. It, I think for anybody watching, that's a, going to be a it's good to see that because you need to see the spread. Really yep. important. That's a good point. <sighs> and so for the rest of those matches, you can go check out overwatchleague.com. There's a full slate of matches Thursday through Sunday. Uh, and if any of these things happen, you could tell us about it right here. Leave us a comment. Leave yeah. us a like. Hit that subscribe button if you so choose. No, you don't get to choose. I'm telling yeah. you to do it right now or the Junker Queen meta is going to come into your house and you won't be able to move or do anything for years and years and years. Uh, but for real, please let us know what you think. Let us know what you think is going to happen in this meta. Leave a comment down below and all those good things. And also check us out on Juked GG. Uh, oh, and anybody coming up for the uh, Ooh, yes, that's right. showdown? Let me know. I already have my tickets. Um... I'm confirming with some folks in the league. I have this idea for an event. I got to figure out if it's feasible to make it work, but Excellent. please let me know if you are coming up this way. Um, more than happy to give you a lot of advice. The hotels are all running $600 a night right now. Ooh. So they're very expensive. Um, Is that Canadian yeah. or US? Uh, it's, it's, a, it's monopoly money. It's Canadian dollars. So you get a 20, okay. you get like 30% discount when you're But in still, it's very expensive. But it's, it's very high. Those, those rooms are normally 350. They're twice yeah. the price right now. Um, mm. But there are a few spots that are not twice the price. Um, so I can definitely kind of help you find that out. But uh, yeah, and there's a lot of tickets available. I did another test. You can still, they didn't, oh, uh, let's end with this. They didn't put a, a ticket cap on how many you can buy. Oh, that's right. You so pointed you, that out. I saw you point that out. I just out. tried it again. I'm like, yeah, I can buy 50 tickets. So, so I'm just waiting for like some troll. If your wallet like, doesn't hurt, that is. Some like just Bitcoin troll to just buy all the tickets and then just leave it He's empty. He's Rich's wallet just go down to the gym like, right, he needs me now. Let's just yep. get ready to go. Like, you, you could buy out the whole section. It's so funny. It's, uh, but yeah, and it's still fully available. Nothing sold out yet. Yeah. The pre-sale didn't sell out. That is not a good sign. This is Call of Duty sold out. This didn't. Right. Uh, and it's the same venue, and there's only 4,000 tickets. So, well, yeah, I think we'll maybe see. people are waiting to see, like, is this even going to be fun to watch? <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> I know, gonna... right? Let me at least watch <laughs> a week of games. Like, I, I'm the only person there, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. nobody, yeah, nobody else is like, oh, God. Uh, well, we'll, well, we will find out. Show. Yeah, keep an eye yeah. out. And, uh, please, and let me know if you do come up here, please. Uh, you know, more than happy to meet up. I'll you can go for a drive in the root truck. Yes. But, uh, it'll be cool. Hit up, hit up Great Root Bear on, on social media if you have any of those questions. Of course, follow me. I'm at the Drama King Matt. I'm not the at Drama King Matt and at Plexomatic. Uh, links to all those social media down below in our descriptions. And uh, until next time, everybody, take care of yourselves, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.